rap lab, rap lab, rap lab. Welcome to the rap lab. Rap lab. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sunday, so you know what that means. It's an all-new episode of the Rap Lab Podcast. It's your boy, the candy man with no artificial flavor, the A-L-F-R-E to the D. It's your boy, the Rev Barber MC. It's the one and only true G. Just call me the QG. And, of course, it's the Mac man in the building, T.O. And y'all know the question that always remains, what's the dealio? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, today is the day we finally, li- well, not finally, because, you know, we always listen to the people, but we, and for the first time in a long time, we answering your questions. So if you ever send anything to raplabpod at gmail.com, we apologize that we just now getting to y'all and we're not going to be able to answer everything, but I'm pulling random questions out of the listener email. So, uh, Rev, this is your first time on the Ask the Rap Lab since you've been here, but, uh, we've done four of these previously, so... And uh, we, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know, I'm just picking emails at random, so I don't know what the question is ahead of time, So, which is kind of cool, because that forces us, to, forces us to think on our feet. So, um, yeah, yeah, ready to answer some emails? Yes, sir. Let's oh, for sure. It. Let's, an- let's answer these emails. All right. So, the first one, uh, we got somebody from Brownsville. Uh, Dante from Brownsville, Brooklyn, asks, who had the better posthumous album, Pop Smoke or DMX? Uh, Whoever wants to answer question. this one first, that's go a good ahead. one. Well, they from Brownsville, so you know Mac. You know you, you know get in there. <laughs> can't even you two. You from Brooklyn? Both of y'all from Brooklyn. Oh, so y'all, you know, both of y'all from Brooklyn. So y'all can answer this question. Ugh. All right, I, I, I guess I'll go first. Uh, y'all gonna kill me for this, but I think pop. I'm going with pop, man. I'm not gonna kill you. I'm going with pop. And I, and the reason why I say pop, I'm looking at the way the album is structured, right? Like, when you look at the feature list, right? And we've said this on previous episodes of of the show before. The way the album is structured, like, a lot of those people who was featured on DMX album wouldn't have been featured if it wasn't for... The fact that he died, you know what I mean? With Pop Smoke album, I can believe the feature list. Do you understand what I what I mean by that? I, I totally. I completely like, perfect like, sense. Like those features on Pop's album, I could realistically see as if Pop was still alive, he would collaborate with those people. You know what I mean? Like he's he's collaborating with Lil Baby, The Baby, right. Quavo, Future, right. Fifty Cent, Rowdy Rebel. Uh, a boogie right. with the hoodie. These are all right. people that I can envision Pop Smoke collaborating with had he been alive. Like I said, if DMX was alive and dropped Exodus, you wouldn't see no fucking Jay Z on no on no on no album. Agreed. Yeah, I'm going with Pop Smoke too. Yeah, I, I gotta go with Pop. You know what's? It, it sounds up? like a pop album. Yeah, it's it's. I I agree with Pop Smoke. I think he had a better and and Al you. You took the words out of my mouth because you look at DMX Posthumous album, he wouldn't collaborate with a lot of people. I still don't think if he was alive, he would have had Jay-Z on that album. The only feature on that DMX album I could see if DMX was still alive is the Griselda, is the Griselda dudes. Other than them, oh, yeah. they're not from Buffalo. I don't maybe Nas. Maybe because Nas said in an interview that he would always try to, to link up with DMX, but you know, he couldn't get a hold of him. Yeah. He would he would he would have always had a had a love to uh, still collaborate with Nas regardless. Yeah, 
But other than that, man, like, nah, I think the, in the overall sound, I, I, I'm giving it to Pop, man. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going with Pop as well. And, and his birthday is uh, coming up entirely next month, so. Wow, okay. Yeah, got to go so, with Pop. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I, I guess it's uh I guess it's universal across the board. Yep. Yeah. Pop all the way. All right. The next email we get now for those of y'all before I read this next email for those of y'all who know or maybe don't know as QG said in a recent Rap Lab TV video we did chart the number one overall music discussion podcast in Romania. Shout out shout to, out to everybody in Romania for making us yes. number one. Thank you guys. Love so, y'all. This next email is actually from Romania. All right. Believe it or not. Mm. Yeah, so Cesare Arlansky, if I said that correctly, from okay. Romania, from Romania wants to know who is our favorite non-US rapper? I like that question. Non-US rapper. <laughs> this is gonna be interesting. So somebody like who's that. so I guess somebody who's not born in America. Well, y'all know my answer already. Drake. Of course, of course, go with Drizzy. <sighs> the Canadian. Of when course. When all fails, you go to the Canadian. Bro, I've been I've been waving the Drake banner since oh, day one on this show. Oh my god. <laughs> Is Slick Rick considered a U.S. rapper? Slick Slick Rick was born. Hold on, let me Google and see when he was actually born. Cause that that could be that could be a good one too. He was born. He would. I believe he was born in England and then came to the Bronx when he was a kid. His birthplace is Mitchum, London, England, so he counts as a non-U.S. rapper in, in Derry. So, yeah. yeah, him MF Doom for me. Yeah, I was going to say Doom, too. Wait, where's Doom from again? He's from England. England. Oh, right, 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 right. That's right. What about, what about you, T.O.? I put Doom, too. All right, Q, so that, that just leaves you. All right, that just leaves me. I got a name for you guys. Who? And and he's Canadian too. Who? Chaos. Oh, okay. Superstar. Chaos. I like Chaos. I like and and not only that, not just with um Superstar. There was some other stuff that he came out with, Crab Bucket, and I wish I knew Natalie Portman and <laughs> just some just some other songs. You know, I, I I thought I thought I thought he was unique and you know and different. But yeah, Superstar really did put me on him, and I was like, okay, you Yo, got some it, stuff. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, I felt like he looked like a lost member of the Black Eyed Peas. That's exactly who I thought he was affiliated Can I, with. I'm, I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna sound real ignorant here, but who in the hell is Chaos? He's uh he's from Canada. He. I remember the first. Actually, that's the first time I heard him. Was he, uh, he came out a, with a song called Superstar. Superstar. Superstar came out in two thousand and two. And what, it, he what was, intrigued me? He yeah, was he, talking said, about, he was talking about how the jiggy it, era was tired. It's the end of the jiggy era. He said it at the start, and then you know when he his rap style was very good, lyrical, and the beat he carried the beat, and people people started doing freestyles over it. So I said, yo, this guy's dope. So I, you know, I would check for his joints here and there. Not consistent enough, but you know, I I'm a fan. I like him. And then anytime he would come up with something, I said, yo, this guy's dope. And he's he's a rapper. He's lyrical. And an honorable mention for me, I think he's from Canada, if I'm not mistaken. I gotta uh, I gotta put my man Socrates in it too. 
Socrates. I ain't hear that name in a minute. Mm. Okay. Socrates is nice. Yeah. And I they got to, some good guys out there too who are international. That's that's some good I, guys I used like. to be I used to be a fan of Canaan back in the day. I forgot him. Damn, I've heard that name in a while. Wow. Yeah, he hasn't come out with anything in a while though. I was wondering where the hell he went. But all right, this 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 next rap next rapper, this next email is actually directed toward me, but maybe y'all can maybe y'all can chime in. This is actually very interesting. Talk to us. So Darnell from Brooklyn is asking me directly. It's a Brooklyn takeover. I guess. <laughs> is asking me, is asking me, yo, Candyman, hope all is well, all peace and love. But do you think that juvenile ha is a New Orleans version of Smooth the Hustler's broken language? Oh, nice question. I don't nice. even know how to. I don't even know how to answer that. I mean, did you hear "Smooth the Hustlers" broken language? I've heard it because a couple months ago, actually, Rev put me on. I didn't know that song existed until until E hit me up and sent it to me. But that's interesting. That's interesting. I've never that. If I would have never read that question, that would have never came to mind. Right. Like how do you how do you compare and break down both? Yeah. Huh. Well, what do y'all think? I agree. I think it is. Kind of. It, oh. uh, it it can go either because because let's look at it like this. Ha came out nineteen ninety eight. And Broken language came out before, so no, he's talking about ha. Right. Oh, ha, ha came out in nineteen ninety eight. Yes, Broken language did come out. What was the year for Broken language? I think ninety six, for what I remember. Yeah. yeah, right. Okay. And I didn't know about Juvenile until ha. Either. I well, know I... he had. I know he had stuff earlier before that, but I didn't know anything about him until I saw that video. And I said, "This is unique. This is different. Never heard of. Never heard of it." So, and is it, it smooth from Brownsville himself? Yes. He is. Wow. I'm 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 literally stumped. And y'all know me. I usually don't I'm usually never speechless. Looking at Brooklyn looking at broken language and and looking at how he did it. Broken language. I would say it's more lyrical than ha, obviously, because look at the way he wrote it and the way he ended each each line with the same letter. Like he yep. said it, slasher, taker, waster, chopper, glocker, getter, junk. There was no coincidence how he did that. Everything ended with an R. If you, Wait. If you look up the lyrics, you could see it for yourself. Did he mention something about... What line that made me laugh for the first time I heard that song? Something about North Carolina vagina hit up. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, okay. M- meanwhile, on the other side, you got you and that badass Ben's on. You got a subpoena for child support on. He How was asking questions. He was asking questions <laughs> the entire time. Bro, Juvenile's the only guy who's made a rap song just asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, both are unique. Both are different. Both are special. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Ha really. I think when it comes to which which one is more popular, obviously, 
Unfortunately, you got yep. to give it to Juvie on that. But but do we clarity. but do we think Juvenile heard that song and was just like, let me make my version? I don't Maybe, think he heard it. I don't think he heard it. But even if he did, he probably was inspired by it. Some people get inspired. Yeah, it's possible. I it's mean, possible. It's a coincidence that you got two versions of Spellbound. Yeah, word. We know who the real person is that wrote Spellbound. We have to bring off, that up. You're just going off the beef DVD. We don't know who the real I, person is. Listen, you saw, you saw the lie detector test just like I saw the lie detector test. And he passed. Exactly. He so wrote what? Spellbound. So what? No. That's not proof. Lie detector test could be faulty anytime. Anybody could pass him. If you, please, if, I mean, hey, listen, listen, man. Lie detector polygraph test is always is always the truth. No, it's not. <laughs> Mr. America is Hulk Hogan. No, he's not. He passed that lie detector test. Uh, you right, saw right, it. right, 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 right. That <laughs> lie detector test was even on. Correct. It's the truth. <laughs> you got your mind, man. But both hey. those records are great. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Smooth the Hustler, man. I wonder what he's doing. Yeah. You, you don't get enough. You don't get enough. It's crazy because there's people in New York who don't even know. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was one of them that, that didn't know who he was. Until I've heard, you know. I've heard of him a lot of times, and and like a, a like around the MOP, he was he was out there too. Yeah, he was out there for a while. I mean, I heard him on features. I didn't really check out others, none of his projects. And he's from Brownsville. Yeah, he's from Brownsville too. So he's he right. has to know MOP. He shouted them out. Yes, he did. He shot. I think he shot a Big Daddy Kane out too on the same record. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, he did. You did what he said, the big daddy Kane, the the little daddy Shane over, something like that. I can't yeah, remember, but it was yeah, definitely shouted, something like he that. He shouted out Kane and his brother. He shouted out MOP. Yeah, he showed love to him. All right. This this next question is from Arthur from England, directed directed specifically to the Rev Barber. So E, this is this one is for you specifically. Um, I guess I guess we could chime in if you if you need some help. All right. So he writes in. I've been listening to the show for a while now, and I realize that Rev Barber likes two specific groups, Wu-Tang and M.O.P. If he had to get rid of one forever and hold on to the other one, who oh, was he getting Lord. rid of? This oh, is this, oh, God, this happened to me a while back. <laughs> well, you on the I spot, think, Rev. Hey, man, I, I definitely can't get rid of Wu because I have this Wu-Tang tattoo on my right arm, so then it'd be obsolete if that happened. Um, there's more members of Wu. So I couldn't get rid of them. But the thing is with MOP, they're they're magic, you know, they're like super underappreciated, you know, staying in Brownsville along with Smooth the Hustler. They don't get enough credit, I feel, either for like just being a great duo. They have such ill chemistry, just their ad libs, their the, the the way they sound like they just in a two man scythe. These dudes like pure chemistry. And um if we were talking about say like the Gangstar uh foundation where you added Gangstar, MOP um freddie fox big show get those guys um as opposed to wu-tang see that that's super tricky for me because i love dj premier so i wouldn't i i wouldn't want to get rid of dj premier but i definitely wouldn't want to get rid of rizza either but nah the woo's forever man can't get rid of woo shit okay good choice, well, good choice. Well, that, well, that that answer that answers that <laughs> all right this 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 next question is another Rev Barber MC directed question. So Derek from Virginia wants to know: yeah. as a bar as a barber, you are typically a gatekeeper of the culture because you control what is played in your shop over the radio. What do you listen to while you cut hair? So, <laughs> and that's you know what, man. Thank you. 
Derek from Virginia because it it's a huge influence when I used to go to profiles in Corona and, and Corona Queens and um Corona Barbershop in Corona Queens because these guys would always play the latest albums and then you had all the right records next door. So you would buy the albums after you heard them. So that's how I stayed up on a lot of the hip hop and the conversations and everything. So it is important for me when I'm cutting or, you know, if I got control of the radio to pretty much, like you said, be a gatekeeper. Personally, my favorite thing to listen to in the barbershop as of late has been Rock the Bells radio. I'm lucky enough to have XM radio came with the car and I got it on my phone. So you got, I could play it through the Bluetooth. So that's what I do. I let that joint rock because it plays some great throwbacks. It plays uh, some of the things that they're doing now. They had um, Do or Die from uh, Houston. They came out with a new little joint. Sounds pretty cool. Called Hotel. So I like playing that. Um, if I'm not playing the radio station, I normally have like a set playlist. So um, I have a thing called House Mackin, where it has like some jazz. It has like some R&B instrumentals. So I'll play that like like during the early part of the day, like when it's like slow and you know you get like the older guys who come in and stuff. So yeah, that's my main my main go tos are, are that playlist and um. The Rock the Bells Radio. Shout out to LL Cool J and um, Roxanne Shante. Okay. What up? Now, definitely shout outs. Shout outs to to Rock the Bells Radio. I don't listen to radio much, but like you said, thank God they made Sirius. Because and also Sirius is commercial free. They don't yeah, play right. commercials unless nope. they want to play commercials. So mm-hmm. shout 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 out shout outs to them. All right, QG. This next one is specifically directed towards you, and you know where it's from, most likely. Uh, yeah, right. It's from Queens. <laughs> it's not. Oh them. no, not Harlem again. <laughs> they coming. They coming for you. So uh, Harlem, my favorite place. Ronald, oh. Ronald from Harlem wants to know. QG, you still hating on Cam in Harlem? <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> Let me answer your question, Ronald. No, I'm not hating on Cam. I'm not hating on Harlem. I never hated on him. I'm just a little critical of him because of the Cam that I used to listen to. The Cam from the Confessions of Fire era and the Sports Drug Entertainment era. The Cam that had a great verse on band for TV. That's the Cam I like. When he started going crazy with the... Rudy Tooty, Fresh and Fruity, and all the other crazy rhyme schemes used to come up with from the Come Home With Me era and the Purple Haze era. And but but you wouldn't season. go you, you wouldn't go to TGI Fridays on Friday. I don't have to do it because uh-huh. he said it. I don't so, have to do it because Cam Ross said no, it. No, but I mean, but you wouldn't go to TGI Fridays on Fridays and go to Sundays uh, on Sunday. I don't. I, listen, oh, I, wait, I, wait, I wait, can wait, go, wait. I can go to TGI Fridays on Wednesdays, man. Al, you want to go to Ruby Tuesdays on Tuesdays? I go to Ruby Tuesdays on Tuesdays. I don't oh. give a shit. I like it. Don't matter. It don't matter what day you go on. Like for me, like I said with Harlem, <laughs> I love Harlem. When Mace Ball. album came out, I loved it. Me and T- me and T.O. had had conversations about how big Big L is my favorite rapper from Harlem. Period. Oh, and yeah. I just I just love the guy. You know what I mean? And then when No Way Out came out with Puffy, you know the family. I love that album. It's a classic to me. So I'm just critical on. So, so let me so let me ask, lyrics. let me ask you a question. What, what's up with Dipset? Dipset is like the gods of Harlem. Oh, they're not the it. gods of Harlem. They're no, not even the prophets. Bro, bro, you go you you go, like bro, you go to 145th and Broadway and then badmouth Dipset. They're gonna chase you out of there. They, Alfred, they, you they, stop they, it. The only reason why you mentioned that because it. of Master P. Don't you they, try they, to? What Master P? Wait, what Master P got to do with Harlem? Like, come because, on, because, 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 because of the it's about 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 remix. Stop it. Exactly. About about a remix. Like we don't know about that record. I have no issues with Dipset. I'm just not a fan of Dipset because I'm not behind the whole wave and the swag and everything. I want lyrics. 
Joel Santana to me forced every syllable out of his lyrics. <laughs> I don't like the way Joel's rhyme. I don't like the way Jimmy rhyme. Cam, I could tolerate because I've been listening to Cam even when he was on DJ Clue tapes. Cam was nice. He changed up for he changed up for reasons I don't know, but that was his decision. So I'm just critical on the technique. But I got no issues with Harlem or any rappers from Harlem. If you if you say something hot, I'm acknowledge you. Like my favorite rappers from Harlem aren't even in the industry. Loaded Lux, Charlie Clips, Head Ice, those guys. I love Harlem. Swave Sever. The people from Harlem that I really listen to are the ones that do battle rap. Mm. So that's 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 my Harlem right there. I love yeah, but you, but, 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 I love you can't but you, but you can't diss the governor. Who's the governor? Cameron. Cam is not the governor of Harlem. And I'm not dissing Cam. I'm just critical on how Cam rhymes nowadays. Like, have you guys seen his latest freestyle on Instagram? Oh, no. <laughs> Do you know what he said? I, what yo, said? I, I remember that Instagram freestyle. I'll turn, I said, Don't. I'll, turn, I'll turn your turkeys into chicken nuggets. <laughs> Can anybody <laughs> tell me what that means? I dare you to defend it, that one. You gotta, you gotta, bro. You, you, you have, you act like they had, they don't have turkey nuggets out there somewhere. You can't turn turkeys into chicken nuggets, no matter how you slice it. <laughs> no, not chicken nuggets, turkey nuggets. Like how he they have said, turkey burgers. He said, said turkey into chicken nuggets. He said specifically. I knew what he was trying to say. Come on, no, 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 but oh, you, you can't defend. Yo, you don't. You try to defend it. You don't damn well. Yeah, right. Come on with that, man. But shout out to Harlem. I love Harlem. I used to work out there. Harlem. Okay. Uh, this next one is an interesting question. Michael from Queens wants to know, I feel hip-hop history in Queens is divided into two places. It's Queensbridge versus Hollis. On one end, you have LL Cool J, Run DMC, and a variety of others in a tribe called Quest. And on the other side, everybody from Queensbridge. Who who's the more dominant side and who is the more influential side? I love that I'm question. going with uh this is tough. Wait, what I, did you say, Q? I love that question. It makes perfect sense. I think I think I may go with Hollis only because Run DMC and L O Cool J set the tone. You know what the you know what the thing with that is too? Like there's so many other areas. Like, because people obviously associate, you know, LL with Run. LL is from Farmers Boulevard. He's from the St. Albans area. In, influenced by Run DMC and them, which is which is which is the Hollis area. Then you got Tribe Called Quest coming out from Linden, which is not that far in the St. Albans area. It's literally down the block. Wait, can I ask you a question? Because you you've lived in Queens all your life, correct? Yes, sir. So your geography of Queens is mu- probably much better than mine. St. Albans is right next door. Is the next neighborhood over from from Hollis, isn't it? It's right there. It's literally up the block. Okay, so. G- Geographically, his question makes sense then. Yeah, like, makes like, sense. you said Linda Boulevard and um, Farmers is like right there. Trust me, I passed there the too furthest, many times. The, the furthest out is Queensbridge. Queensbridge is close to Manhattan. Yep. So, well, it's, well, it's, well it's, Queens, it's well, like Queens, its own entity. Queensbridge, depending on how you drive there, you could also get to Brook because um, Vernon Boulevard will take you right to Brooklyn. Yeah. It take you take you to Greenpoint. Right. It's like right over like, the bridge. It's like it's like all I, I think I think the thing is. You haven't seen so many rappers come from one area so so fast and so and so quickly. Because when you talk about Queensbridge, look how many rappers come out of Queensbridge. Total. Shan, Nas, Mob Deep, Infamous, Deep. Core Mega, Nature, even yeah. even 
Capone. Shantae. Roxanne Shantae. Yeah. Roxanne Shantae. Shantae. Big, big, big Noid. DJ Marley Marl, one of the fathers. Yeah. That's yeah, why they had the QB's finest old ones. So, influence, yeah. influence to answer that? It's tough. But, but, I want to say, I want to go with the Hollis guys. I want to go that route because they opened up doors. Yeah. But you know, but you know what's interesting too? Shan and LL had a feud. Yes, they did because yeah. Shan thought Shan thought LL was biting him when he came out with "I, I Need a Beat," and Shan dissed LL, and because Shan had the Kango hat, LL had the Kango hat. Shan had the tracksuit. LL had the tracksuit. Sure, Shan may have been an influence, but LL is a is a different rapper. He's a different writer than Shan. And at that time, you know, Shan being the premier MC, anybody that came out looking like you, you're gonna go at him. And Shan was the only one that did it. Beat biting and biting alone was a cardinal sin back then in the golden era. It was. Anybody, anybody who you even thought did anything that you did, you were gonna go at him, and it was gonna cause a, cause a thing. So, and the borough has always been divided. Like when you come from because they because there were street beefs. Hollis and Southside Jamaica had issues. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and when you look at Jamaica, the Lost Boys come from Jamaica. 50 comes from Jamaica. So that's a totally different entity in itself as well. And then you still got to and then you gotta add Corona with QG Rap and Large Pro in it. There, there you go. You got that. Left Rack with Nori. You got, you got Left and, Rack and, Oh, with yeah. Nori. You definitely got to add Left Rack in it. So the borough has always been separated and like this. Like it's like, oh, but, but, I come... I come from Corona. Or I come from Queensbridge. I'm not just from Queens. It's not like Brooklyn. Oh, I come from Brooklyn. Once you say Brooklyn, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, true shit. Yeah, but no, go ahead, Rez. Oh. As the as the other guy from that part of town, you know, Queensbridge. I don't mean to be biased, but um, I actually was having a conversation with my stepfather-in-law last night because you know he's from Detroit, and we were talking about the best diss records, and um, he put KRS-One as his, and you know, I said. They definitely was trying to take Queens out, especially to these out-of-towners. They had Queens looking crazy. Yep. When, when they saying Queens keeps on faking it and all that. And, you know, it was a dope-ass album, everything. Like, so KRS had a, a perception of our borough out there. And I he personally did. feel that if it wasn't for Nas and Mob Deep, they'd still clown us. they still look at us a certain way because of that song. That song did so much damage. Amen. You know? But you right. I can't take away, I can't take away, you know, the influence. That LL Cool J has tribe, all them guys from from that part of Queens and Jamaica and everything. I can't take that away at all. And run DMC, of course. But I felt like Nas and Mob Deep were the ones that saved Queens. They did. They brought in that resurgence and that yep. life, especially in I the nineties. When the nineties came out, we needed that new wave because LL's a pioneer, and right. you know LL's still dropping stuff. But this is we're talking about 1995, 1994. Yeah, he was doing TV like shows that. too. He was doing TV. You needed that Movies. new crop of MCs to come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Nas and Mob Deep. We're we're also celebrating the anniversary of the War Report. Nice. That's a, oh god, what a classic album. album. You you what? know you know what's funny to me about the divisiveness because we're just talking about the question is Hollis versus Queensbridge, but like you said, there's Left Rack, there's yeah. Jamaica. Yeah. You, nobody even mentions Far Rockaway. MC searches from Far Rock. There you go. So Corolla with the beat nuts. Corolla yeah. Beat so, nuts are from, yeah, there you go. They they they're from Corona. And and I I feel like, with the exception of maybe maybe Jamaica, because of Southside Jamaica, the other areas don't get they just do. 
But I also, but I, you know what it is also the volume of people that come from those places. Exactly. So I, I understand, I understand the question of why it was Hollis slash St. Albans versus versus Queensbridge. That that I understand. And, and it's funny to touch on what QG said, how people say, if you're from Brooklyn, you're from Brooklyn, because geographically, when you look at, like, address, Queens don't say Queens. Queens say their respective city yep. towns yeah. of that address. See, Bronx yep. and um, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Brooklyn are the only ones that just keep it the borough, while Queens, they, they go the after It's the neighborhood. And we, got, and we got rappers from out here nobody talks about, like, like... I, Unless you're a fan of Pharrell Monch, I don't hear his name come up. And oh, Pharrell Monch is great. That messes me up, man. I love Pharrell. But that, but but as far as <laughs> the original question, I would say yeah, how, because you can't tell the story of hip hop without 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 talking about Russell Simmons and and his and 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 the branches off of his tree, which That's include right. both which include both his brother that was in Run DMC. And LL Cool J. Yeah, brokered him in, brought him in the game. And if you want to be even more fair, you know, if it's Def Jam versus Cold Chillin', Def Jam is still around. At the same time, when it came to the Bridge Wars, because that's exactly what it was, the Bridge Wars, to see solidarity in from Queensbridge to defend the town, it was it was big. And and a lot of the guys that came out after Shannon and them held that in their heart, like. Yo, I come from Queensbridge. Like Rev Barber MC said, we're getting clowned. When we come out, we're the next crop. We gotta hold it down for here and show that Queensbridge ain't no. It's not. It's not gonna get. It's not gonna be taken down like that. Right. So, right. It was. It, it was a big deal. Shout out to Onyx too. Yeah. Word up. Oh yeah, we can't forget about Onyx. Oh yeah, shout outs to Onyx who uh, their song "Slam" has become popular again because of MLB The Show 21. That's the main song. Which uh, is surprising. Yeah, man, what's old is new again. Or what's yeah, what's old is new again. All right, we, we I figure we take two more questions on this on this on this no topic. Doubt. Let's see. Let me scroll through and see what's see what's juicy. Let's do it. We're getting to y'all questions, people, slowly but surely. Oh boy, this one. I think somebody wants me dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, this gonna be good. What's going on here? So, Brandon from Bed Stuy wants to know. Oh, Candy I know where this is going. Biggie, Biggie, Can- Biggie. Candy, Candy man, Biggie. I respect you and your opinions, but how you live in Brooklyn and say Biggie's overrated? Wait, 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 wait. But listen, but li- but listen to this next slide of this email. Your hip hop card should be revoked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pissed a lot of people off, man. Can you can you answer that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I could answer that. Like, like I said, and I said this when me and Rev was sitting in the, sitting in the diner in Queens on the on the, on the Rap Lab Live when when uh, when our friend Barry and our and our man Jeff came on. The man, the man cannot have greatest of all time status with just two albums. Meanwhile, everybody that's still alive and putting out work is passing him by. Like, was he good? Was he was he great for 1997? Yes. Is he a hip hop Hall of Famer if they had one? Yes. But when guys like Jay Z and Nas and and I mean I'm not trying to say Kanye is better than Biggie, but Kanye and all these other guys who are, put, are putting out these classic albums, like don't you think you're being on. a little harsh because he was murdered? 
him being bro, he could it's not because he was murdered. He could have died of a heart attack. He could have committed suicide. It doesn't matter how he died. But like when how you he, die, you can't work. I absolutely, but 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 this is what I'm saying. It's just like I'm trying to find something else to equate it to that's not sports, because I do too many sports analogies, but like like I don't know how else to put it, but I understand that he the body of work was not big because he his life was cut short. But at the same time, the the amount of work that we got from him was the amount of work that we got from him. Nobody can change that. That's not his fault and that's not our fault. It I, is I, this I, is a this is a situation where I say it it just it just it, it is what it is. So you're saying you're saying by default because he was taken away from us and the uh, and the amount of work that he put in compared to everybody else that's still living and putting in work, he should automatically be excluded from the conversation as as, as the goat because of that. That's what I'm trying to say. Like like for example, he has two classic albums, correct? Everybody here agrees with that, right? Absolutely. All right, he has two classic albums. Does Nas have more than two classics? Yes. Does Jay Z have more than two classics? I yes. Think, I think it depends who you ask, but go ahead. Does does even though I'm not very high on Eminem, does Eminem have more than two classics? Yes. So it's like, look at all these guys who have more uh, a higher number of classic albums than than um than Biggie does. But you got to look at it at another way too, at the at like where Biggie was not not only just being called king, and we all agreed on this, the level of competition that was around, he made people wanted to step their game up because he was so good. And that, no, and that counts. And I, and, I, and I understand that, but all right, if hip-hop ceased to exist after the end of 1997, okay, you want to you say he's the greatest of all time? Okay. But you cannot call a man the greatest of all time when he has a very little body of work to go off of. That's my argument. That's my argument. I think you're just looking only at the body of work. you got to look at the fact that he was able to shift attention back to the East Coast. Because the people before him, the people before him, as good as they were, they they weren't able to do that. Right. So you're talking you're talking about overall impact. That and, and, and again, that, that's just me adding in to what to what people are saying on why they would label him as a GOAT. Not just because of the records, Al. You make a very fair point. Your argument is very, very on point. But there's another reason why, besides the albums, why Big is labeled that way. But, but if you look at any other form of art or sport or entertainment, like, man, like, um, Ch- can, can we call Chadwick Boseman the greatest actor of all time? His body of work was slim compared to others. Can we? Can we? It was Chadwick. Was Chadwick Boseman a a great actor in Forty Two and Black Panther and all these other films? Yes. But am I going to call him the goat of of black actors because he's dead? No. You no. gotta look at. You gotta look at the level of competition when Biggie was doing his thing. And this is the streets we're talking about. We're not talking about Hollywood or films. We're talking about technique and art of MCing. When Big got on the when Big got on a record, but anybody, Big held his own on a record. Bro, I understand that. But even if you look at the span of his entire career while he was alive, 93 to 97, we really going to put a man who only rapped for four years as the GOAT? I'm just telling you the impact counts for something. When Wu-Tang came out with 36 Chambers, that wasn't enough. When Illmatic came out, that wasn't enough. When J-Rue came out, that wasn't enough. When Ready to Die came out and he was labeled the king, that night at the Source Awards when he was speaking, he got lyricist of the year. He beat Nas. Yeah. He beat Nas, one of the greatest rappers ever. He beat him. Not yeah, to but, mention all the other stuff he got. The impact plays a part in it, is what I'm trying to tell you. 
I'm not, I'm not, and, 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 and for all of y'all out there who are coming after me with a pitchfork, like, I didn't, I didn't say Biggie is whack. So if y'all want to revoke and, my history. influence, too. And, look, look at what he did. That's do you think, thing. do you no, think no, we would have got it? Would, do you think we would have got it? It was written if Ready to Die wasn't so successful? You make a fair point. He made Jay-Z want to switch up his entire formula. Yeah, because, you know, Jay-Z was Hawaiian, was known for Hawaiian soapy before he, he before everything else. So, so that's 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 why I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm also not agreeing with you because of the other side. Like that—that's just me being logical. Because in anything in life, a four-year run, two albums. Look at what he did in them years, though. But but look but look at the people who came after him. Look at the people that were there during him. Yep. You know how heavy competition was when Big was rocking? Especially out in the West Coast? Exactly. When the West Coast was dominating, we had the Nas, we had the Tribes, but that wasn't enough. We had the... Big, man. We we needed someone to, like, who's going to definitely take it away? And Big's Ready to Die definitely did. Now, in my opinion, 36 Chambers was a bit of a beginning of the East resurgence. I just think Biggie sort of took it took over after them in my opinion Nas did too because Nas helped bring the east back a bit too but i think Wu sort of set it off not only for the east coast but of course now staten island's on the map and the marketing and, mainstream and the marketing mainstream i mean big, look at big, this you, big you, you got you got and then you got method man on an album with biggie there you go Wow. And like not I to said. mention the, and not to mention the singles coming off Ready to Die. Yeah, it was starting to become a bit impactful right there. Well, like I said, I, I didn't say the man was whack. But you I said didn't. he was overrated. That's where they pissed off at. He's yeah. overrated. That's where they were mad at. Yeah, because if if he was still alive, we don't even know what he would have came up with, or even if he would have continued to rap. Well, he's not overrated. That's the mystery. We don't know. We we don't know. We don't know about like and 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 Rev and and Rev has said it before. Eric said it before. He was due for a flop because every rapper has a flop. And I and I think people overlook that too. I don't think he would have flopped on um. Bro, all of our favorite rappers have had a disappointing yeah. album at one point. Yeah. Every everybody has yeah. everybody has that blueprint moment, but two. Nostra blueprint two. Nostradamus. Oh, I thought you talked about if if he was still alive for um um what's that life after death? But yeah, oh everybody's favorite rapper definitely had a flop. Everybody's favorite rapper has a flop eventually. We don't <laughs> know what we don't know what we don't know what he would have done. Honestly, you think Biggie would have been immune to that? But we don't I, know if Big would still be rapping. That's the funny thing. Who knows? But all right, let's get to the last question for this episode. Um. This one is this one is directed for the Queens people, so T.O. and myself right. are, are 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 excluded out of uh, this what one. What you got for us? What you got for us? So Cheyenne Cheyenne from Astoria. So this is your people, Rev. <laughs> uh, Cheyenne well. from Cheyenne from Astoria wants to know. Well, not even wants to know. It's just a, it's a blanket statement and a question. She goes, "I feel Queens is the greatest hip hop borough of all time." Do y'all feel, do the Queens people on the show feel the same way? Yes. 
Thank you, Cheyenne. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> I, <laughs> we do, we do, we we we. De- but but Rev, since it was directed towards you, how about you? How about you continue to answer that? Tell them why. Why do you feel that way? As far as Queens being the best, I mean, our track record speaks for itself. Nas, LL Cool J, you know, we have some of the greatest duos of all time: Run DMC, Mob Deep, Tribe Called Quest. Oh my God! And 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 even like the lower tier of MCs bang out too, like. We mentioned before the Beat Nuts. They had classics mm. too. I mean, J Lo went <clears throat> ran and took that sample. Yeah, that, and that's Queens right up. That's Queens, baby. You know what I'm saying? Queens. But but y'all don't. But 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 y'all wouldn't say Brooklyn rivals y'all. Uh, I feel like back in the old school, but more so like, you know, who who after Big. Can carry the torch the way that the guys well, even, even 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 before big have, big big daddy Kane from Brooklyn. Yeah, no, I respect you know respect to those guys. Yeah. But I feel like been over the years. I mean, big daddy Kane. Yeah, big daddy Kane. But I think around that time, LL took off. When you when you crack open Brooklyn and when you crack open Queens, I think I think one of the one of the things that that it goes to what I was saying. There's so much separation from Queens. You don't really see a lot of solidarity unless you run in the same circles. When you when somebody says they're from Brooklyn, yeah, they're from Brooklyn. So 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 there's so, so there's like a there's like a machismo s coming out. Yeah, I'm yeah. BK. I you know I I beat my chest and all. It's like and, cause, because and, there's so and, many things that come from Brooklyn. And, yeah. and 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 another thing about this like. A lot. Of, there's been a lot of topics about whole this Brooklyn versus Queens. At one point, we had a Brooklyn Queens Day. I don't know where that's at. I remember and, that word. And, and and yes, we were off school by then. But you never really saw groups from Brooklyn or Queens together unless it was the Juice Crew. Like that's the right. only dominant group that had some Brooklyn and some Queens mashed together. But- but if you but if you look at like like the the list of rappers that have come from Brooklyn, uh, aside from Biggie, Jay Z, Mos Def, Tyler, Big Daddy Kane, Master Ace, absolutely. So, regardless of how you feel about the guy, Fabulous at one point yeah, was yeah, a, yeah. was on top. A Z, yeah. There's plenty of rappers from there's plenty of rappers from Brooklyn who are who are fantastic. I mean, do you guys claim Guru? Uh, Guru, he shouts Brooklyn out all the time. Yeah, but he's, I mean, he is he's he, from Massachusetts. I mean, I mean, sometimes it's not where you're from; it's where you at. And, and, I mean, and the crazy and the crazy and the crazy thing about it is too. There's some Queens MCs that were born in Brooklyn, born in Brooklyn, but when they but, but when they when they move and when they're raised and they they, they become they, they the embodiment, Queen. they rep it hard. Cormega was born in Brooklyn. Nas well, was Cor- born in Brooklyn. Yeah. So it's like. It's a different feeling. And when you look at the artists that have come out, there's a plethora, a plethora of artists from Queens that have come out and done their thing. There's a lot of underrated MCs in both boroughs that don't get the credit they deserve. Master Ace is one of them. Master Ace, he doesn't get enough credit. Master Ace doesn't get enough credit. AZ. Farrell Farrell doesn't get enough credit. Farrell doesn't get his flowers. Tragedy Qaddafi doesn't get his flowers. True. Yep. Yep. That sucks. And he's from Queensbridge. He he Large was actually professor. he was part of the Juice Crew. Large Professor doesn't get his props either. Akinelli doesn't get enough credit. Well, La- Large Pro gets his cre- as credit as a producer. 
as a producer, but but we'll talk about rapping with main source and in the solo parts that they don't really talk about him more as a rapper than just a producer. I understand because the producer is like his strong work, but he was nice as a rapper too. I think also with levels as far as Queens go, because when Mob Deep was hitting, Nas was hitting, LL was still hitting. I think everybody was able to eat from the borough. When you look at Brooklyn, it's like one man, one run at a particular time. Look how long Jay-Z held it down. Who came after him to hold it down for Brooklyn? Not Anybody? Nobody. Nobody really. Who, who Nobody. Do you guys think? Nobody really, right? And, and at one point, it could have been Fab, but he fucked that up. It, it goes with runs. Everybody has their run, but you've seen Queens. A lot of people have had their run at the same time and embraced each other out of it until yeah. 50 came along. Once 50 held it down, <laughs> yeah. people had to wait a minute. And that's another thing. When That's another thing why you may say Queens is more impactful. Look how 50 then carried the torch for the borough itself. He held it down. He held it down. So. It was a good. It was a good look for South Jamaica. It was a good look for Queens overall, and then of course, Queens being Queens, not to disrespect, so many beats with them. Ja there's been so many 50. beefs in Queens. Oh. There's been so many beefs in Queens. It's, it's crazy. Even yeah. even even when even Nas and Prodigy got into it, Nas and Nori got into it. Oh boy. Cormega I was not. Guys, ha- we know oh, that. Stories. Oh, God, I hated we, that beef. We know the stories, guys. A, a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of Queens, Queens beef here. Huh? A lot, a Her lot. You didn't, you didn't see much of that in, in BK. You really didn't. I mean, well, I mean, Biggie the closest had beef. Biggie J- had J- beef with a lot of, a lot of. Well, Biggie people. had beef with everybody. I mean, he had beef with Jerome, with the original Gun Clappers. He had issues. With, you know, what I mean, like there was some inner turmoil in the boroughs like that. Foxy and Kim beef hard. Mm-hmm. Word. True. Yeah, but but the answer to the question is Queens for us. Yes, sir. All day. I'm going to put Queens. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all got questions, I promise you, uh, we will continue to get to them as time goes on. But uh, for those of y'all who wrote in that we got to, thank you for writing in. Again, it's raplabpod at gmail.com, or you can even hit us up on the Instagram and DM us all your questions, and we'll get to them when we can. All right. We see y'all same place, same time, same channel next week. Peace. Yep. Back at you.